Welcome to DLS Central, everybody. Damon Smith coming to you from the studio. We're talking sports. So my Cleveland Browns, tough loss at home against Arizona. I knew that wasn't going to go well, and it really didn't. (laughs) But the big problem with my Browns is the fact that I mean, everybody's hurt. Everybody's hurt. Like, I mean, all of the the people that we need are are on IR or they're or they're out a couple weeks. And you know, Baker had a torn labrum, and now it's like initially it was partially torn. Now it's fully torn, and who else knows what else is wrong with them? I mean, it's just, and he wanted to play. Um, and I'm I'm glad the decision was made to to sit him down because he's he's your he's your quarterback. I mean I know people feel how they feel about Baker. Oh he can't get us over the hump and he's just he's limited and what he I mean he's he for all that those things that we that we want to say about Baker Bayfield he's the best quarterback that Cleveland has had in a long time. I mean, we're talking about decades, and and he led us deep into the playoffs last year. He's he's got to go in. He's got to go down in the in the in the Cleveland Browns pantheon of like just really great Cleveland quarterbacks, considering what we've had to work with. So, to me, I know the chatter is all about oh Baker's not good enough. Baker's not good enough. Baker's okay. Baker Baker's okay. He's just he's got to stay healthy. He's he's young. He's got to he makes some some mistakes um, that he probably shouldn't make. But compared to what we've had to work with, Baker is is miles um, miles away better than um, than a lot of the quarterbacks that we've had. Um, he's got fight in him. He, he's he makes mistakes, but he comes back and you know, he tries to to right the ship. Uh, there were a lot of mistakes made in this game against Arizona. Um, I mean, you're talking about interceptions, just, um, you know, not being in sync. Like, this game was really, really bad uh, for the Browns. I mean, they tried to claw their way back into it, but it just it didn't go their way. And, I mean, Kareem Hunt's out, Nick Chubb's out. Now Baker's out, Case Keenum's in. I don't expect Case Keenum to do much, but I mean, it's just, I, I gave that breakdown in the last game, well, in the last, last podcast about like the Browns schedule and how uh, I see them going 11 and 6. Yeah, we're going to have to ball that up and throw that away. <laughs> because with the injuries that they're, that they're incurring, They'll be lucky if if they if they even make the playoffs at all. Now, um, I just with, with what they're dealing with, I kind of see them on the outside looking in now, um, just because it just seems like they're they fallen all the way apart. They all the receivers are hurt. Well, except for for Peoples Jones, he's been pretty good. Um, he's been consistent, but 
Again, both of our, our our star running backs are good, and and the running game is really our bread and butter. Um, that that's what sets us up to be able to to do the pass plays that we do. And so, with those guys out, I just I don't see us really being able to to make any headway. And especially our division, it seems to have woken up, and everybody. Uh, is is really playing a lot better. So, I mean, Bengals are good this year. Uh, Steelers, I mean, it's not that the Steelers are great, but they're hanging around. It's like they 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 win games against teams that they're supposed to beat. Um, and so it's just something where I just I really feel bad for for the Browns and. You know, they were having such a good season. It's discouraging. And this is historically what happens to us a lot, too. Uh, when we do have a good a good season, like our guys get hurt. Like the, the key guy that we need gets hurt. <laughs> and then it just derails the season. And it's like, oh, man, here we go again. So tough break for the Browns. Uh, but hopefully – they they come back from this. I mean, but I again, even if they were healthy, I didn't see them beating the Cardinals just because Cardinals are are probably the best team in the league right now. So it's just that really kind of gave us a litmus test of really where we are, um, and it's not great. Um, but I, we would have given them a better game if everybody's healthy. But I mean, again, I just I still don't see us beating the cards right now with with what we have. So again, that was a that was a tough loss for my Browns against the Cardinals. Uh, Kyler torched us, um, and we and we we blew some some uh some major opportunities. I mean, we we made it a game for a minute, but then they just ran away from us. So tough game. Uh, hopefully they. And it's tough because it's a short week because now the Browns have to have to get back on the field tomorrow at home and, and play Denver. And yet Denver's not good, but it's not like Denver's terrible also. Like they're not a a team that's just gonna roll over. And uh I just I don't know what the Browns look like here. So it's like that that was a tough loss for them against Arizona. But it's okay. <laughs> we you got gotta gotta take the good with the bad if you're if you're a Cleveland Browns fan. Now, some other games that um that went on. Bucks beat the Eagles in a pretty good game on Thursday. I mean, that was the Bucks. It's like they they should that should have been a blowout, but they let the Eagles back in it because they get lazy. The Bucks, they they. They like to get up on you, and then they they give you an opportunity to come back. And that was the problem that I saw with the Buccaneers. It's like the defense just completely shut down. And then then when the Eagles are roaring back, now they got to try and hold them off. And, I mean, they I I feel like they got lucky to win that game because, I mean, the Eagles, again, they're sitting at two and four, but – They've been in a lot of games against highly competitive teams. I mean, if the Chiefs keep making mistakes, they shock the Chiefs. 
Um, so the Eagles are the Eagles play. Uh, they're 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 not a weak team by any means. They got some grit, and they they fought back in this Buccaneers game and almost stole it from them at home in Philly. So, um, I as even though the Eagles aren't great, uh, I actually think that they're a, a frisky team. So the uh, Bucks, they I think they got away with. I mean, Brady was Brady. Brady is great, um, but again. They let the defense for the Bucks is really their Achilles heel. Uh, much like the the Chiefs defense is, they just they're sloppy and they give up a lot of of points that they really shouldn't give up, and so and they can't get off the field, uh, which hurts them and which makes their offense have to do more and work harder and sometimes force things when they really shouldn't, uh, and that that makes it tougher for them. So, but Bucks get that win. Um, Jags. I'm happy for the Jags. I mean, this was a London game. London games are always weird. Um, but I'm I'm happy the Jags got this win. I mean, both teams were uh aren't good at all. Um, but Jags, they were 0 and 5 you know, coming into this game. They're tied with the Lions for uh, you know, as a winless team. And for them to fight and claw, I mean, it looks like there were times where they would lose this game. The Dolphins, they did give them a dog fight. But the Jags, they, they took advantage of some key opportunities, won this one by three. I mean, you're talking about the celebration that they had. Uh, that that was great to watch. I mean, And that's what you enjoy about sports in general is just the celebrations, the camaraderie, those moments where it's like, oh, my gosh, we're about to win. We did it, you know, and that I, I was really happy about that. And I think the crowd was happy, like in London. I think they were happy that the Jags got a win. I think there was a stat that um, the Jaguars are kind of like the adopted London team because they've had the most games in London out of all the other <laughs> NFL teams. Um but I mean, they—it was a good win, and it'll be interesting to see if they can catch some momentum behind it. And so now the Dolphins and the Jags are both one and five. Um, but that—that that was a good game for the Jags. Now headline stuff: there's there's talk of a three-team trade here um, that was sent Tua to Washington, um, Ben Wat, uh, Deshaun Watson to Miami. And um and I guess the uh Houston would get some you know some some players and some picks I guess but that's the 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 big trade that's being discussed which would actually probably be really good for both teams like um except for the Texans I don't know how how that would really help the Texans but it what it does with the Texans it, it helps them get you know get Deshaun Watson uh, out of out of Houston it allows him it allows everybody to have a, a fresh start. But you put if Watson is able to, um, I mean, I don't, I don't know if Watson is is even gonna be able to play though. I mean, they they traded him to, you know, I get the the plan is for them to trade him to Miami, but with the with the the charges that he's up against for, um, you know, for um, you know, sexual misconduct, um, the accusations that he's up against. And and there's quite a few ladies that have come forward. I just it, it's going to be interesting to play out. He he may have played his last game in the NFL anyway, depending on how this goes. So, um, but if anything, it'll be nice to see Tua uh, with a different team. 
I think the uh, the Washington football team is is actually a pretty good a pretty good squad for him. They're frisky. Um, I think they've got they they have a, a tough gritty mindset. If they can get a quarterback that can do something, that can add a little flair, it actually might help them um, to do big things in that division in the future. And um, you know maybe maybe challenge the Cowboys a little bit. Cowboys have run away with that division, but uh, you get you put Tua in. I think on the Washington football team, he we might see a better version of Tua than we saw in Miami. Now Packers Bears, this was a good game. Packers, uh, you know they they were able to get the win. And of course, everybody's talking about uh, Aaron Rodgers saying that he owns the Bears. Uh, you know, he owns he owns them at home at, at Soldier Field. And I mean, Aaron Rodgers, Rodgers just he does this to teams. I mean, again, they put him in a situation where to where where he has to kind of seal the game, and he just he does it. And you. Everybody, we're looking at the Packers, and do it's not that we feel like they're a complete team, uh, but I mean they're sitting at five and one, and so, and it, once again Aaron Rodgers comes into Chicago and wins the game, and so, as much as some people might say, oh, I wish he wouldn't have said that. I mean, you, it's kind of hard to have a comeback for that because when you look at at. Aaron Rodgers probably history and his stats playing against Chicago. It's like, well, he he has a point. I mean, what can you say? What what can you argue against that? So I mean, the Packers Bears really hadn't been much of a rivalry. It's been okay. We know Aaron Rodgers is going to win this most times. So uh, and of course, again, you know, Packers go in on the road and, and take down Chicago, and I think it, Packers. Packers definitely going to make the playoffs. I don't see them fall. I don't see them having a big meltdown. I think they they. It's not that they're winning games like it's in dominant fashion, but they're doing enough to to get out of to to get victories. And winning is really what matters. So if they keep winning, regardless if it's a close game or or you know a game like this where it's twenty four or fourteen. I mean, Packers are going to be in the playoffs, and it's, they're probably going to be a tough out. So that, that'll be interesting. Uh, Bengals-Lions, I knew the Lions had no chance in this one, especially with the way the Bengals have been playing. Um, Lions got torched at home 34-11, to 11, um, just just too much. And now the Lions are the are the uh, the only team in the NFL who still hasn't won a game. They're 0-6. And – Again, just like last uh, last week when I talked about this on the pod, I don't the the Lions' schedule's tough. I, I it's really going to be hard for them to win a game, um, just because of the the competition that's on their schedule. They really don't have any games where you can say, well, that at least they they could win here. It's just each every game on their schedule is like, oh, I don't know when you look at their personnel so is everybody likes the lions everybody respects the lions they i mean they're playing hard they're going to have they're giving it all but they just they don't have the horses and they they might they might um be the first team to have two uh like owen like winless seasons they might be the first team to do this so um which which is not a 
a reputation that Detroit wants to have. But I think if that does happen again, then it may be another complete overhaul for that team. I mean, GMs are probably going to like be let go, coaches, um, I mean, executives. It's, it's going to be a really, really uh, Black Monday <laughs> uh, at the end of the season. Because, you know, Black Monday is usually uh, where, uh, like, at the after the regular season is over where uh, you a lot of people get fired. And so I, I, I see a lot of heads rolling in Detroit, especially if they go winless again this season, um, because that would be a true embarrassment. Now, Texans Colts. That one, I mean, I knew the outcome. Texans, they're they're kind of in the in the same boat with I mean the Lions. I mean, I don't even when you look at the, like who they won against. It just is like man, it's like cause the Texans. The Texans play like they're zero and sixteen. What well, like that? Like they're a winless team, and. It's hard to like when you look at the Texans. It's like, man, like how do you, how do you guys even like go? Like, what do you, what is your motivation to go out here and actually compete? Because they really don't have anybody that um, that you can say, oh, you know, this this person does some things for you. I mean, just nobody that they have just inspires any confidence, inspires any fear. And I'm trying to I want to see who who they actually beat here, because that is just weird that they that the Lions are winless <laughs> and and Houston actually has a game like they actually won something, especially when you look at how they're playing. And so let me see. I'm just just reviewing what happened here. They got killed. They uh yeah, they got they got killed the last couple of games. They got beat by the Panthers. They played hard against the Browns, but they lost that one. And so Oh yeah. So their one win is against the Jaguars. <laughs> and so the it's the, the Jags are are the team that that gave them that one win and that might be the only win that they have of uh, which which is sad too they might be 1 in 16 I mean Detroit might be 0 in 17 that's hard when you when you can't win like you have 17 attempts to to win uh in a season and you can't win one game that's hard that's hard I hope that's not the case for the Lions but that's hard, but the Texans. This might be that 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 Jags game in Week One might be the only time they taste victory. So that that's tough for Houston fans. But Colts rolled on that one. Rams Giants. This was another blowout. Um, I knew that the Rams are going to win this game. Giants are kind of in the same boat that uh, Cleveland's in. I mean, all the people that they that they have that are good are just are hurt. Um, and they really didn't have that many great players not not many people that you know they can hang their hat on so that was 
that is it's a tough season for for uh Giants fans, I can tell you that. But Rams, they took care of business like they should have. Chiefs beat Washington. Now, when you look at this game and when you look at the final score, it's 31 to 13. That game that score doesn't reflect the how the game went. Like, because this was pretty a pretty close game for a long time. Like that it's a tale of two halves. So it's like in the first half, it was really tough. I mean, Mahomes was making mistakes. Washington was hanging in there. I mean, Mahomes threw two interceptions in this game. He also threw two touchdowns, but I mean two interceptions. He just he he was having a, a rough day and, and again it was like, oh man, here we go. What's going on with the Chiefs? Um, because Washington was able to do some things on on offense too against that suspect defense that the Chiefs have. So um, it, it was the the when you look, went into halftime, you didn't really feel good about the Chiefs' chances. As a matter of fact, Washington was actually up um, by three going into halftime. But then in the second half, the Chiefs just <laughs> scored twenty one points. Um, in the second half, and Washington couldn't do anything. I mean, that yeah, touchdown in the third, and then two touchdowns in the fourth quarter, and and it's just like Washington just totally lost, you know, any semblance of of a game plan, and the Chiefs just rolled. But you wouldn't like if you watch that game. It's like you you can know that you you know that the Chiefs have some problems. They're sitting at three and three right now. Um, that's not what we expected them to have from a record standpoint. And, and they're even against a team like Washington, like this, that it shouldn't have been close at any point in this game. But I mean, the chiefs, they've just been having so many miscues that even against not so great teams, the chiefs are struggling. They're, you know, giving up points to the Eagles and, it's just it's 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 cringy to watch, but we'll we'll see. It, again, we still got a lot of football to play, and so um, you know, hopefully they can get all those kinks out. And so, yeah, but man, tail of two halves. I feel bad for Washington, but if they get Tua, uh, then that actually might add a spark uh, to their offense. And so now the. Uh, Next game we're going to look at, I guess, talk about is Vikings-Panthers. Now, this game could have went either way. I think I picked the Panthers to win this game. But it's like the Panthers just fell off. I mean, we, we were all talking about, oh, Panthers might be a dark horse. Nope. <laughs> nope. They they fell back to earth. And the Vikings, I mean, they, the Vikings have been, have been competitive. Vikings have been frisky. Um, they, by all rights, they, they probably should have beaten the Browns, um, but they lost a tough one, um, to, to the Browns. Um, but that was, that was a pretty competitive defensive battle. But again, Vikings aren't a terrible team. Uh, they're, they're a physical team. They have weapons. They can move the ball. Um, and they were able to edge out the Panthers in Carolina this time. Ravens. This was the game that I was surprised about. The Ravens beat the Chargers down in Baltimore. I didn't expect this to happen. I thought it was going to be a shootout um, because from what we've seen from Herbert uh, the past couple of games, 
I mean, definitely what we've seen from Lamar, I just thought it was going to be back and forth. But Ravens just put the clamps on them on both sides of the ball, and the Chargers just really couldn't do anything. So in, in a way, I know I was like, when this game should have been the one that oh, that we watched on Sunday Night Football. Um, but when you look at the final score, it's like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. Was a, the Chargers were definitely not ready for the Ravens. And now Ravens are 5-1. and one. Um, Ravens will probably win this division. I, I don't see uh, the Steelers, Browns, or the Bengals uh, being able to, to beat Baltimore um, in that division. So I, I think the Ravens have locked up the NFC North. Yes, I'm calling it already. Uh, Ravens have clinched the, the AOC North. Um, I mean, could anything happen? Yeah, but the way the way things are looking uh, across the NFL and then in that division, the way the teams are playing, it's it, it's the Ravens. Um, it's the Ravens' uh, crown to lose when it comes to AFC North and uh, Raiders Broncos. Raiders, I mean, headlines coming in. Gruden was out, you know, again because of racist comments that he made, um, you know, in an email uh, some years back. But then it's like you, I guess there are other things that that came out that that Gruden's done, and the management just made a decision to say, "Hey, man, you're out." And so you would think I, I picked the Broncos to win this game because to lose your head coach just in an instant like that and then actually have to kind of go play a game when with, without like, you know, in a situation where you're okay, you lost your head coach. He's fired under crazy circumstances. I just didn't think that they were going to be like ready to truly execute and play, but they showed me, they came out and they took care of business and beat the Broncos uh, down in, in Denver. Uh, so that was another thing. So Hats off to the Raiders uh, for for using it as motivation and 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 taking them down. Cowboys Patriots. This was such a great game. I mean, you talk about back and forth, competitive game. Both teams looked like they were going to win it at some point in this game, and it went to overtime. I mean, I thought Mac Jones showed us something. Um, he really played hard in that game, um, but the Cowboys is just. Whenever they needed a play, they could get it. Like they, it it wasn't. Whenever they went on offense, I just had a feeling that they were going to be able to do something. So that that I think that was the takeaway. And I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna say it. The Cowboys are good. I, I I'm gonna admit it. The Cowboys are good. They show heart. They show grit against this Patriots team. Uh, they won it in OT in in great fashion with that touchdown. So. I want to say the Cowboys are good. Now, I really want to see how good they are when they actually when they really play a, a tough team um, and have a tough test. But right now, I'm going to give the Cowboys their their props, and uh, they're they're a good team. They're a contender, um, which is what uh, all this was all what Dallas Dallas fans want. They they want a team that that is for real and that's a contender because they missed. Those they miss those parades. They miss uh, being able to revel in the fact that they're America's team and then America's team has a title. And so that that was a good win for the Cowboys. And so for Sunday Night Football, 
that game was slow. It, it was a slow game. Um, it started to pick up kind of near the end. Um, and the Seahawks had several chances to win this game. It was there so many times for the Seahawks to win it. They just, they couldn't do it. They couldn't do it. I mean, Gino. It, it was good to see Gino out there, but Gino really was limited. He really couldn't do anything. Part of it wasn't his fault because they weren't really blocking for him at all. But then it's just he couldn't make he, he he couldn't stand up in those moments like Russell Wilson could in these tight game situations. Like when because of the situations that they that they found themselves in against the Steelers, if Russell Wilson was in this game, they would have won it. Uh, just because of how he plays and and his ability to pull out these wins, just like Aaron Rodgers can, um, but they had Geno and Geno just he doesn't have that ability to do that, and that's why the Steelers won this game. Uh, so both both teams, you know, um, just gave each other chances to win, but I just think the Steelers found a way to to put some things together and actually get a win. So uh and it again once again it was an overtime game. So uh good job by the Steelers. Again the Steelers it's not that they're a great team, but they know how to play football well enough to hang around and and make every game kind of tough and, and they and they they're winning games that you wouldn't think that they would win and and then the other games where it's like, okay, they take care of business in this one. So uh, Steelers are three and three. Um, and I mean, with the way the Browns are going, I think Browns might be in the fourth, might be the, uh, you know, fourth in the division. Cause again, I, I see the, I see the Steelers figuring out how to win ugly games. And to me that they, they might even um, find themselves in the hunt for a playoff spot later uh, in the year, if they continue to to figure out ways to win these games, and then uh, Monday night Bills Titans, that was a thriller. I knew it was going to be good, but that was a thriller. I actually thought Bills are going to win this, um, but Derrick Henry, Derrick Henry took over. I mean, this he he sometimes it's like he starts out slow, and then it's like whoa, what happened? Like I mean, he just ran. All over the Bills, he bullied them. Like the, I think the 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 best picture, uh, like the best clip of that night was just him just stiff arming a guy. I mean, he was just bulldozing over. And the Titans were down for good stretches of this game, but Derrick Henry just he would not allow them to lose. And he, the team, really galvanized around that, and they and the defense came alive, and they got stops and. And you know they made it a game, and and the Bills, you know they they had their opportunities to win, but Titans just kept coming, and they found a way to to get the victory. So hats off to Tennessee. Tennessee is four and two right now. They've been playing they've been playing sloppy. They've been playing ugly, um, but they they've won you know I guess some good games, and it's. I want to see the Bills and the Titans play again because it's it's unpredictable. I don't know if they if they play the best of five series. I don't know who would come out on top, uh, especially with what happened. It could both teams are are pretty good, but man, this was a great win for Tennessee, and it gives them confidence because again they they uh you know they got 
competition coming up again um, where they have to play, um, I believe, they have to play the uh, the Chiefs. Yeah. And so week seven, they they play the Chiefs, and that's huge. That's a huge confidence booster for them because when we talk about the fact that the Chiefs got owned by the by Buffalo in week five, I believe if you're Tennessee, it's like we beat the team that beat the Chiefs, and if the Chiefs can't couldn't deal with uh, the the uh, Bills offense, they can't. They don't have an answer for Derrick Henry. And at least that's that's what you would think. So, and they've got Julio Jones on the team. I mean, is that one's going to be a good one to watch? To me, that needs to probably be Sunday Night Football. Like, I'm, I don't know why we're watching Colts Forty ers on Sunday Night Football. That's not a good game. Uh, nobody is would care about that game unless unless you're an Indianapolis Colts fan or a Forty er fan. And but that that game should have been flexed. There's a couple of games that they could have went with uh, for a Sunday night football on week seven. But we're going to get into that. Looking for a one stop shop for music, movies and television that look no further than music time. Music Time is a 24-7 live TV and streaming network. They are a platform uh, that also features live music concerts as well as a, a growing movie archive. The TV network features movies, reality TV shows, hip hop, news, documentaries and more. And so what you want to do is check them out because they're a revolutionary streaming service that really tries to reach out to the global media community. They're only going to get better. They're only going to keep growing. They're going to continue to increase content. So they've just started out. Their kickoff was the fall of this year. So join in, sign up, and be a part of one of the biggest growing platforms on the planet, Music Time. Want to sign up? Go to www.ppvmuzictyme. Dot com. It's time for music. And so week seven coming at you. This is going to be an interesting week of football. Uh, we got a lot of teams that are um, that are on a bye week. Uh, this week, I mean, Bills are out, Cowboys, Jags, Chargers, Vikings, Steelers. There, there's like six teams with a bye week, so <laughs> there, there's going to be some opportunities for you to to have some fun and do some, you know, do some things on Sunday um, because the slate isn't that large. So Thursday night football, Broncos in Cleveland to play the Browns. I got the Broncos winning this game because, I mean, the Browns are everybody's hurt. All the starters are hurt pretty much. So, <laughs> I mean, Case Keenum starting. I think Bridgewater has a game um, because again, you know, Garrett's out. I think Clowney's playing, but I mean, they're they're really so decimated. It's it's hard to to see the Browns actually winning this game. Um, so I, I think if the the Broncos are catching the Browns at a at a time where I think if 
if the Browns had their guys, uh, I would say the Browns uh, should run away with this one. Um, both teams are sitting at three and three. I think Broncos feel like they probably need this game. So I expect them to win. Um, I love my Browns. I just, I don't see them beating teams with without any of their, their star guys. So it's going to be hard to pick them to actually win some games until every, until the guys come back uh, healthy. And I mean, it's, it's hard to know when that timetable will be because some guys are down with significant injuries. Like Kareem Hunt's got a significant calf injury. It's not just like, Oh, he'll be, he's day to day. No, he's, he's going to miss some time. I mean, Baker's got a torn labrum. I mean, and he was in the sling who knows how bad that thing is? He might be out for a couple of weeks, you know. Hopefully, just a couple of weeks, but we'll we'll see how it goes. Just everybody's hurt, so I'm going Broncos. Sunday, starting in the uh, the afternoon games, got Washington playing the Packers in Green Bay. I'm going Packers. Uh, I just I don't see Washington doing anything to to stop Aaron Rodgers. Uh Packers are are on fire. Um you know there and I see I see them continuing uh to 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 win uh especially if they're playing Washington. So uh, that that's that's my pick there going Packers. Chiefs Titans. Man, this game should not be at the one o'clock. This should be Sunday night football because it 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 really this I feel like this is gonna be the game of the week. I mean the Chiefs they've got a high powered offense, um, but Titans I mean they have a bruising offense and their defense can get chippy. I mean I just I feel like Titans defense is probably slightly better than the Chiefs. So this is a game that the Titans definitely can win, and I act, I'm actually gonna go and pick the Titans to win this game. Now watch they mess around and 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 um. And and mess the bed on this one and, and the Chiefs roll. But from what I saw, if they play like they played against Buffalo, then they can beat the Chiefs. Um, because especially with that defense. I mean, I, I just I see Derrick Henry. Um, if he's running like that, he could probably get 200 yards rushing on the Chiefs. I know that's I don't think that's far fetched when you think about how many yards the Chiefs have been giving up. Um, you know, how many points the Chiefs have been giving up. It can happen. It can happen. I'm just saying. But that that's my pick. Tennessee at home uh, hosting the Chiefs. Falcons, Dolphins. I'm going Falcons on this one. Falcons are better than their record says they are. But the problem with the Falcons is they're, they, they shoot themselves in the foot um, with unnecessary like decisions and they, they, they start out hot and then they have a meltdown and then they have to either hold on or they just get, they just get ran off the field and they don't know what happened. But against the Dolphins, I see the Falcons uh, like maintaining control. I don't think the Dolphins really have much that, that should bother them. So I'm picking Atlanta on this one. Jets going to Gillette to play the Patriots. Patriots, I, I see them winning this game. I think they're gonna they're they're really upset over the fact that they lost to the Cowboys, especially in a in a winnable game. And I think they're gonna take it out on the Jets. I, I, they're they're a better team. They're another team that's uh I feel like their record doesn't reflect reflect their skill set. 
um, even though they don't really have what they used to have, I feel like they're they're still like gritty and frisky. Like they took Cowboys to the limit, and I think Cowboys are a good team, so um, they they can beat the Jets. So yeah, I'm going Patriots on that one. Panthers in New York to play the Giants. I'm going Panthers. Panthers, they can beat the Giants. Giants are are in the uh, you know again, like I said, same boat as the Browns. It's just guys are hurt and they really don't have much else to go with. So I think the Panthers uh, try to regain some footing after a tough loss from Vikes, and they they should win this game. Bengals Ravens. Now this is another one that they could have put on Sunday Night Football. I just I. Whoever made the decision to do Colts Niners for Sunday Night Football, that's just a terrible decision. They really, they're still trying to flex this thing. <laughs> but it should be either Bengals Ravens or Chiefs Titans. Um, now, Bengals Ravens, this game probably may be closer uh, than what people think because, again, both teams can put up points. Uh, the Bengals are frisky, uh, they're, they're, they're good this year, they're four and two. Um, Ravens are five and one though. Again, I, I look at Ravens to take this division. They'll win this game, but I, I feel like it might be close. Um, so I, I'm giving the edge to Baltimore, but it, this should be a good game. Eagles Raiders. This one has a potential to be interesting. I'm going Raiders on this one just cause I think they're the better team, but both teams can can move the ball and air it out. This this might be a a, a bombs away battle. So we'll, we'll uh, I, I think we, we this would be a game that I would want to watch. Lions Rams. This is gonna be a slaughter fest. <laughs> they just got done playing the Rams, and then they have to play them again. Wait a minute. This they just got finished playing the Rams, right? No, they didn't. No, they the Lions played the Bengals. I feel like the the Rams have played the Lions already, but I I was wrong. But again, Lions they're not going to beat the Rams. Rams are a good team. Rams are going to be in the playoffs and potentially go deep into the playoffs. Um, but it's a homecoming game for Stafford because Matthew Stafford again he 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 started out on the Lions. He took him he took him to the playoffs. Um, a couple times, uh, you know, couldn't really get him over the hump, uh, but you know, he 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 got to for a while. We got to see St- the Stafford Calvin Johnson connection, um, but just things didn't work out in Detroit. So uh, now he's on the Rams, and the Rams Rams are, are are a much better team. He's got weapons. And I see them rolling over the Lions in this one. Texans, Cardinals. Definitely got to go Cardinals on this one. Texans have no chance at all. They have no, no weapons that would scare the Cardinals. Cardinals are a really good team on both sides of the ball. Texans have no chance. <laughs> and it's in Arizona. Yeah, they're no no chance at all. So uh, Kyler, Kyler's going to have a field day. Now, Bears, Buccaneers. I want to say, I, I know Tampa will win, but this game could potentially be closer than um, than it looks just because of the fact that, again, I just I like the Bears' defense, and I feel like the Buccaneers' offensive line isn't the best. 
um, to where like I but I feel like uh, you know if if they're not careful, they would allow Khalil Mack and uh, Roquan to to get to Brady a little bit. And so uh, even you know they're in Tampa. I just I see Tampa winning, but it's not going to be a breeze uh, just because of the Bears' defense. Offensively, they might give they might. He might do some creative things uh, against the Buccaneers defense because it's not like the Bucs have the best defense in the world. I um, mean, Justin Fields might be able to do some things, but I'm giving the edge to Brady. So, Sunday night football on NBC. Niners hosting the Colts. This is just a terrible. This is probably the. Uh, yeah, again, I don't understand who booked this. <laughs> Just like uh, the Triple H meme, who booked this? Uh, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know who booked this one. Like nobody, nobody, you know, really cares about these teams unless, again, unless you're in Indianapolis or you're in San Francisco. Um, both teams have uh, records that are uh, that that are not really uh desirable. And so I think that the the Colts should win this game though if we're looking at it on paper. Uh, I think the Colts are are slightly better than the Niners even though they're sitting at 2 and 4. Um but again, it could go either way. But man, this this game just isn't isn't great uh for Sunday night football. Now Monday night football. Okay, <laughs> had to get it out. Saints Seahawks. I'm going Saints on this one. Um, even though the Saints are weird, man, like. You look at their team, they're three and two. For what they have, they should be better. They should they should have a maybe a five and one record or a four and two, but they're sitting at three and two because they just have these major mental lapses. And they look good and then they look like trash. And then it's just it's hard to predict what the Saints are gonna do just because there's I feel like there are two versions of the Saints in this this season so far. So, um, but I'm going Saints on this one just because again, Seahawks. You know, as long as Russell Wilson's not playing, they they just they he he's there kind of like the driving force for their team. And yeah, he's there and he's supportive, but they they really um, you know lost a lot with Russ. Uh, going down with the injury so he's got to heal that hand he's going to miss some time it's going to be a while uh, before he gets uh, back on the field so Seahawks this season isn't going to go well for them and I hope Pete Carroll's job is on the line but I mean there there is a scenario where it could be so that is a week seven picks again uh, we got a six teams that are on a bye week um, but we do have some some uh, a couple of games that are going to be good and interesting to watch. Uh, again, I don't like that Sunday night football game, but 
that's what we have. So um, it, it'll be good for Indianapolis and San Francisco fans. <laughs> My mom will probably be, be you know, happy to watch that Sunday night football game because she's she's a lifelong 49er fan. Um, but again, when you look at the quality of the of the matchup, both teams aren't great. So uh, to me, I I think they messed up on that one. Hi everybody, Damon here, and I'm happy to announce the release of my eighth book, Simon versus Peter, moving from instability to stability. When Simon met Jesus, his life and his name changed. By calling him to be Peter, Jesus set a war over identity in motion on the inside of him that would play out all in the four Gospels. Jesus has done the same with us. This book is for anyone who wants keys to overcoming the instability in their life and becoming the stable person God called us to be. If you'd like to pick up a copy of this book, uh, you can find it on Amazon and you can also find it on my website, which is smithbooks77.square.site. Pick up great literature today. WWE Crown Jewel is this Thursday, and I actually really like this card. Like they did a good job building up this uh, the, this card. I mean, you got a lot of a lot of good matchups that are happening. Of course, the main event is uh, is Roman Reigns against Brock Lesnar, and the the big question that everybody wants to know is. Whose side is Paul Heyman on? Because he's clearly been playing both sides. <laughs> he's clearly been playing both sides uh, of this of of uh, you know of of this this thing between um, like Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns. He's he's supposed to be the wise man for Roman, uh, but he's he's uh, he's definitely still the advocate. For Brock Lesnar, so it's it's gonna be interesting to play out who who's gonna come out on top and whose side is Paul really on. I think we're really gonna get that question um, answered on Thursday, and so I I think it's gonna be a really uh, good good matchup. Um, and the thing with Brock is. He's beaten Roman Reigns, and Roman Reigns has beat him. I just, Brock hasn't faced this Roman Reigns, and Roman's a little different now. I mean, he's 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 got a, even even more of an edge to him um, than he had before, and and again he has that submission move, and so it's going to be interesting to see. Um, like how Brock deals with it. Like, I mean, could he power out of it? Probably, but at the same time, he gets that thing locked in. I mean, Roman's a really strong guy. 
it's going to be interesting to see what'll happen if if uh Brock gets caught in that uh in that guillotine. Of course, uh Roman has to deal with the fact that Brock can put him in the Brock lock. Uh, Brock can put can can put him in the Kimura. Brock can suplex in the. I mean, Brock's got an arsenal of things that he can do too. He's got two submission moves. <laughs> Roman only has one, um, and and he's just got. And I think Brock has. I mean, even though he features the suplex a lot, and he likes doing the suplex city thing. He he could he he's got some some other weapons that he can pull out, uh, which is. Which is a little different from Roman, I think. It's like we we kind of know Roman's move set, but Roman is more of a uh, physical like striker in a sense. But with Brock, Brock just can, can catch you and hurt you, and so that that's going to be a, a really good matchup uh, to watch. Another matchup that's going to be good is Big E defending this title against Drew McIntyre. This is going to be a, a very physical affair as well. Um, you know, you got two big guys going toe-to-toe, muscle, I mean, put together. It Two baby faces, though. So it's just, it's, it's really going to be good. This is, this is in the, um, this is like Hogan Warrior light. <laughs> just because both guys are our main eventers and, it's about okay, who's better? Like who? It, it's about bragging. Yes, for the title, but it's about bragging rights too. It's like who's a better man? So you gotta love that matchup. Whoever comes out on top, you know, I'm I'm gonna be happy about it because it's 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 gonna be a good a good matchup. Now another uh, matchup that could be really interesting is. Um, like the triple threat match between Becky, Sasha, and Bianca. This could go either way. I mean, again, it's for the SmackDown title. I think it. everybody would be happy if Bianca did win. But, I mean, it makes sense for Sasha to win um, because Sasha's on SmackDown. Um, and Becky and Bianca on Raw. Um, and so that, you know, and this is for the SmackDown women's title. So it just, it makes sense if Sasha wins. Um, but again, it could go either way. Both like all three ladies know how to kill it in the ring. Um, Bianca's got the power, you know, Sasha's got the aerial assault. Uh, Becky's just got that, that aggression, you know, the, 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 the force, uh, you know, she she's more of the striker of the group, but she's got she's more technical when it comes to wrestling, too. So you've got three different styles in the ring, but I, I'm giving the edge to Sasha on that one. Um, I guess in the in the match between Roman and Brock, I just I'm going Roman. I just I don't see Roman losing the title something's going to happen. He's going to keep the title. I just I don't see him losing it. Um, and I, I think Big E will edge out Drew, um, mainly because Drew, sometimes he makes crucial mistakes at the wrong time. And I think that he'll make a crucial mistake and Big E will be able to capitalize on it. Or somebody's going to distract Drew and he and then, you know, he's going to be upset and and, and uh, not not pay attention. And then and then Big E's going to capitalize. Now, we've got. 
Bobby Lashley going up against Goldberg. No holds barred. That's going to be a good match, too. Um, both guys are just physical specimens. And everybody has, like, mixed mixed feelings about Goldberg. I, 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 I'm I glad. I'm happy to see Goldberg around. I mean, he's – when he – I remember when Goldberg first came on the scene, you know, because I've been a wrestling fan since as long as I can remember – he was like this guy that was like, "Whoa, who is this dude?" Like, <laughs> he he was like, he was always serious. Like, you took him seriously from the onset. And the first match, you saw him beat Hugh Morris, and it's like, "Oh, okay." And then it's like, "Oh yeah," when he came out again, it's like, "Yes, this guy. What's you know, what what's he gonna do?" And then you see the streak and just the history of Bill Goldberg. Um, you know, I'm I'm glad he's he's in my wrestling life, uh, but. Bobby Lashley is the man. I mean, I don't know if you're going to find a guy built better than Bobby Lashley. And he's like mid-40s looking like that. I mean, he's got muscles on top of muscles. Done, I mean, just ripped, strong. They they call him all they call him almighty for for a reason. I mean, he looks like the type of guy that is just nobody should really be able to beat him um, from a from a battle perspective just because he's so big. Like it's it's like how it, it doesn't look like you can really hurt him, um, and that that's what's really scary when you uh, when you look at Bobby Lashley, um, but. I see Lashley beating Goldberg. It's, it's definitely not going to be a pretty match, um, but I think Lashley's going to win. He's he's just he's just stronger um, from a from a specimen standpoint. I think that from an intensity standpoint, Goldberg has him, um, but I just think that he'll he'll um, he'll win the power battle. Um, now, another great. Like slate of matches is gonna be the the you know of course we have the culmination of the king of the ring and the queen's crown um you know at crown jewel and so everybody's rooting for Woods to win he's got to go against Finn Balor I'm I'm calling it for Finn though because Woods is definitely the underdog in the situation can Woods give Finn a a a um a challenge, yes. And it's going to be great to see, yes. But in the end, Finn's going to win. People are going to be mad because everyone's going to be crushed. Um, but it could whether he wins or loses, I think this is going to be a really great character development change for Xavier Woods. I think we, we might see a different Woods um, from even especially from a loss. Um, like this, so close to getting hit, to getting what he's dreamed of. This is what Xavier Woods has wanted. He he hasn't clamored for a title. You know, he he had he did have a title shot against Bobby Lashley in the Hell in the Cell, um, but he did he it doesn't like that. That's not what he dreams about being WWE champion. Um, he is about the king in the ring. He wants to be the king. That that's what he wants, and this will be his opportunity. And so, I just I don't think he's gonna win, just because. I mean, when you look at Finn, the man is really decorated. I mean, you talk about he's 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 been 
a w, like a universal champion. He's been NXT champion um, twice. <laughs> he's been Intercontinental. Like he, he's his accolades and his ability exceeds Xavier Woods. If you're if we're talking just wrestling um, and and his resume, and so it's kind of hard to compete with that. But will if Woods wins, will I celebrate? Will I be happy for him? You betcha. Um, and if he has to cheat to do it, a hey, <laughs> that's great. But I, I think he's gonna he's gonna need more than just his his wrestling ability to beat Finn because Finn is so resilient. Um, and so yeah, but that that's the king of the ring. I got Finn, but I, I really would like Woods to win. Now the Queen's Crown, we got Zelina against Dewdrop. I gotta admit, I just I don't I don't get the whole dewdrop thing. I mean, she's great, you know. She's for you know she has a surprising um, like like when you look at, at how she works, like she's a great worker. Um, dewdrop is. I just I don't like the name. Like, can can we get her a better name? Can we take her seriously? Because when we think about it, I mean, she she has a build where and, and with what she can do in the ring. She should be given a more serious, um, like name or, or a name that 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 actually causes people to um, to respect her um, for for her wrestling acumen because she's she's you know really has a pretty good uh, backstory when it comes to how she got to WWE and just what she can do in the ring. You know, she's a bigger woman, but she's agile. She can move. And she's got a pretty good move set, so it's just for them to call her Dewdrop. It just it's hard to take to to take her seriously, um, you know, from a standpoint of like, oh, like does she should she really be, uh, you know, queen of the ring? Well, you know, have the queen's crown. Um, I I really do think it's Zelina's time. I mean, Zelina. Has has a you know just a great look. She's got she's actually got a pretty good arsenal, pretty good move set. She's got grit. She can fire up. She's aggressive, and she's the type of woman that you just that that you you want to root against because of her attitude. But uh, I mean, should she? I I would probably be upset if Zelina didn't win. I feel like it is her time um, that she's earned enough. Um, she, she's paid her dues enough to really be able to, to appreciate this crown. And so I think that she should win it. Um, of course, you know, she should probably have to cheat to win. Um, but again, I, I want to see Zelina like get, get an accolade because she's earned it. She's worked hard. Now, Uso's hurt business. That's going to be fun to watch. I wish it was under maybe more higher stakes because um I think these are probably two of the 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 more important um like tag teams in the WWE um especially with you know the hurt business like you know and you know affiliated with Lashley and then uh, Usos affiliated with Roman it's in you know bloodline and so it's I feel like it 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 should be a bigger deal than what it is um, but it's going to be a good matchup. Uh, you got uh, 
you got Ali versus uh K Manny. I can't remember his uh, his name, but I mean he's you know it's going to be a really good matchup. I think Ali um, maybe outsmarts him a little bit because that's kind of like how it's been built, where you know, hey kid, I'm I'm a little bit better than you. Um, so I, I see that's how that going, and then the uh, RK Bro versus AJ and Omos for the tag team titles uh, for the Raw tag team titles. That one's going to be fun. Again, I I just I like I like the pairing of RK Bro. Like watching Riddle and and, and Randy interact is, is it's like watching Lethal Weapon <laughs> in wrestling. To me, that's that's what this is. Like it's it's Lethal Weapon, um, you know. And then AJ and Omos, something's gonna happen. Like I like Omos. Omos is the is probably like the best. WWE big man like right now when it comes to just from a a giant perspective like he he acts like a giant he talks like a giant um and he I don't think he's really gone off of his feet and that's really what you what you want from a guy like that like you shouldn't be it should be a triumph just to get him to go to a knee um just to get him to 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 stumble a little bit like you it should be a triumph just because he's so big he's so massive um so with that being said i think aj and omas reclaim the titles that's that's just what i see but um it's gonna be great gonna be great card they're uh in saudi arabia and uh i guess the the show starts at at 12 noon uh from a uh I guess Saudi Arabian time uh, time zone, but it's good. Oh yeah, and I forgot a huge, huge match, Hell in a Cell match, Edge versus Rollins. This one is gonna be. This one could steal the show, Edge versus Rollins, because we know what both guys are capable of. Um, it's it's a highly personal uh, rivalry between those two. Um, both have been. Uh, inside of Hell in a Cell, both have won. Um, I think both have lost. Um, and we know that they're going to lay it all out on the line. We're going to see some spectacular Seth Rollins stuff. We're going to see some intense edge stuff. This is a toss-up. I don't know who's going to come out the winner on this one. I, I would like it to be edge, especially with how personal it's gotten and Seth Rollins trying to kind of like really – threaten his his wrestling career and he, the fact that he you know kind of did a home invasion is just for for all that Seth has put Edge through you kind of want it I think it, it, it's it's important for Edge to win this match so that's that's the uh that's the pick here I'm going Edge against Seth but yeah it's gonna be a great card and again I you know I'm a WWE fan I just I, I I'm I love the product, um, love love the you know love the the wrestlers, um, you know love everything about it. Could there could there's always some things that you know that could be fixed. There's always some things that oh man I wish they would do this better, um, you know I wish they would do that better. But WWE is great. I just you know I'm a WWE lifer and you know. 
And so that's that, that's just how it is. <laughs> but uh, and then I guess basketball. I got a hot take here. I think the Lakers are probably going to struggle big time. I, everybody's talking about, oh, you know, Lakers are, are you know, are going to, you know, win a lot of games. I just, I don't see it. I don't see it. I just, for the Lakers to win, they need to average 120 points a game. And I don't think that they have the the discipline to be able to do that. And um, or like this, the seriousness, like the the devotion to be able to do that. So I'm going with the with them maybe getting like the seventh or eighth seed. I just again with this Russell Westbrook thing, it's an experiment, but I just I don't I don't think it's gonna work out well, just because of of what Russ needs to be a success. Um, now, I mean, there are some things they could definitely work out. And one of them could really be just maybe again, having LeBron be the, you know, either like either have LeBron be the, the, the point guard um, or you have Rondo be the point guard and then let, let, uh, let Westbrook be like the shooting guard because to me that's what Westbrook is. He's he's a shooting guard. Like he 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 likes to get buckets. He likes to you know to to be a scorer. So you put him as a shooting guard. Um, but he shouldn't be like the point. He shouldn't be like running it up. I just I, I think that they they need to do that a little different uh if if they really want to have success. Um but again, you know, yes, the first game we probably shouldn't uh you know make too much about this, but at the same time I, I think the Lakers got problems. And I'm I'm uh I'm already resigned to the fact that the Lakers aren't necessarily gonna be that great. Um and I think it's the Warriors look looked awesome, and so I'm I'm looking forward to be like you know Warriors, um, really probably getting like the the top seeding. East is wide open. It's really hard to predict the East, um, but Brooklyn should should take the East. Um, I know the uh, I know the Bucks beat them, uh, you know the the first game, but it just to me the Bucks. Um, like the team that they played, th- this Nets team that they played, when they play them again, is not going to be the same Nets team. So I- I'm still going with the Nets on this one. But we got a pretty good slate of NBA uh, action, you know, upcoming. I'm looking forward to the season. Going to be good. And that is the sports show for today. want to thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Um Continue to keep God close, you know, like uh, number one in your life. Um, you know, Jesus is, is real. You know, he loves you. you. Accept him as your Lord and Savior. There's still time to be able to do so, uh, but time is running out. So make your, uh, you know, make your calling and election sure. So peace out. God bless. Catch you next week. Hey, everybody. Damon here. I've written many books, 
And one is a children's book called Watch Your Temper. We all get angry when things don't go our way, but how we handle it is what really matters. When Brandon and Trick get into a squabble, the dad teaches them an important lesson about what happens when anger goes unchecked. If you want to read this book to your kids, if you want to acquire this book, go to smithbooks77.square.site, pick it up, read it to your little ones, teach them about how to handle anger the right way and not the wrong way.